Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tale, Season 3, Episode 10, it's called Bear Witness. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, and also, who is this bear and what is he witnessing? It's too hot for me to think of anything witty, I'm sorry. It was a dumb joke, I'm not going to sit here and say it was high, high, high class art, but... <laughs> <sighs> why, 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 do people, why do people always talk about what, uh, bears witnessing things? What do, do, do bears judge people for things? I don't know. Maybe they're just amazing scribes, and we just never knew. Uh, okay, that's what you come here for these Handmaid's Tale reviews for. This cunning wit at the start of the the episode. Uh, so this episode uh, has June coming home uh, to to Lawrence. And uh, being back in in town in, in Boston, and interacting with the handmaids again, and kind of trying to formulate her plan to try and save not only her children but a bunch of other children, uh, as delirious as that might be, and as insane and as dangerous as it is, because uh, everyone she kind of like poses this this idea to, they're like, "Are you kidding? We're all going to get killed if we try this. Like, we can't do this. This is." This is the most extreme, like, as far as Gilead is concerned, trying to take their kids is, like, the worst possible thing we could do. Yeah, pretty right? much. And, they, and they'll hang us for a lot less than that, but they they will make an example out of us if, if we even try that. Um, I'm happy to say I think this was probably the best episode in a while. Yeah, uh, not without some faults but it's definitely the best because i mean I, I was i was fairly positive on the last episode as well i thought it was a nice step in the right direction i think this one was better again and i think it was better for a couple of reasons one it felt like the plot was moving forward because june was actually trying to enact her plan uh, and yeah. two the main big thing that the episode revolves around in the second half of the episode is a uh, is you know because this this show since the very start has always been kind of about the awful situations that the characters have to go through and I think one of the things that's hurt the last few episodes, maybe not the last one as much, but the few before that, was it felt like we were kind of repeating things that we'd already sort of had Jin go through, or all the characters go through. Yeah. And this felt very unique and new, uh, this, this back half of this episode. It did, yeah. Where it was about... The, you know, because Fred, they come in for the ceremony because they've brought um, Maloney's character uh, to, to Boston, and they're here to see oh, how, 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 how much better has this, this section got since uh, the bombing last year you know is, is it in you know tip-top shape or, you know is discipline good blah 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 and you know he speaks to june for a little bit and you know at one point they're all speaking to june because it's like oh because she's the one who came and visited the house and yeah. uh, they ask oh how, how are you enjoying or you know how is it serving uh lawrence and her phrasing is just a little bit too positive for fred to be comfortable with so it gives him this kind of insecurity where he kind of then poses later on in private oh maybe we should uh you know check that you know lawrence yeah. is abiding by gilead's you know rules mm. yeah, so, yeah you know he's he's, he's, he's i want to investigate him i want to make sure that that things are actually and, going properly in that house and we talk about you know, you know when they come and they gather all the handmaids they talk about rolling out what I assume is the stuff that they've got in DC, like the, uh, you know, uh, the the mouths and the cones and stuff like that. Oh yeah, Maloney's not happy about uh, the eye patch. He's, he's no, it's about that. not regulation. I believe was yeah. the phrase. Uh, Lydia, bless her though, uh, sticks up for it, and you know, yeah, 
outrageous well, times of ground. We know she actually doesn't want everyone here with their mouths sewn shut. Yeah. But it, I, I got the impression that's what they were wanting to roll out. And she was like, well, it's all voluntary. And, you know, it's up to them whether they feel like they need it. Mm. Uh, so, no. So so we get this this the, the big scene. And obviously there's some stuff before this uh, uh, setting up the, the various other things. Um, but, the, you know, they, they come by the house and June's taken into the living area and, you know, in, in walks Serena and Fred and Maloney and, she, and there's actually a really helpful bit of narration here where she points out this is something that used to happen back in the early days of Gilead all the time. Uh, when, you know, when, when it was new, when the handmade system was new and certain households didn't want to take part in it. Uh, for obvious reasons, because husbands didn't want to feel like they were cheating on their wives. The wives didn't want to watch their husbands cheat on them. You know, like, really mm. obvious so, reasons. So they were kind of watched over. Yeah, they, they were made, made, it was made sure that we were actually going through with it. Um... And it's all very, obviously it's all very awkward and whatever, and they go up to the bedroom, and this scene is fantastic. It's fantastic in a number of levels. Uh, mm. Performances are great uh, across the board, but you have this wonderful, because you know, Lawrence is kind of like, oh, we're not going to do anything, honey, don't worry. In fact, no, we should do something. I have got a deck of cards up here. Let me get, that, that, that made me laugh. There was, there was, it was a nice little moment of relief for a yeah. second where he thinks, oh, we'll just play cards. We'll just do that for yeah. 20 minutes uh, before we go downstairs. But June's seen the doctor. June knows there's a doctor downstairs, and she's like... Yeah, I think uh, it's no... Well, obviously, in the early days, she's been through this, I think, because uh, she knows it too well. Mm, yeah, probably. Uh, Lawrence never did, clearly. Um, his status clearly meant that he never had to be tested. They were just assumed that, oh, yeah, yeah, he's fine, because yeah. he was clearly instrumental early on. Yeah, and... So there's this great moment where he, you know, he's saying to to his wife, uh, "Don't worry, nothing. You know, we don't have to do anything. Don't worry about it." And June says, "Actually, we do." And I think what's was so powerful about this scene is that June has to be the one to convince him that it needs to happen, and then has to talk him through it, and has to kind of like try and make him feel better about it. And yeah. while is obviously a really dark irony here because he is instrumental in the creation of this world, and it's something that this episode makes a point of reminding you of because. Earlier on, when June poses that they could escape together, uh, his wife says he's like, he'd be a war criminal. They'd yeah. kill him for it, and he'd deserve it. Yeah. But to his credit, it does sound like he has never performed a ceremony with any of the, the handmaids. That for, yeah, for, for, for whatever credit that's worth, he still set up the world. No, no, no but... it is. But, but I think it's no, interesting that even if he kind of established this world, even uh, so early on, he wasn't following the rules himself. He was like, he, you know. Well, it's funny because one of the things we always talked about Serena is the idea that she helped create this world with her book and, you know, campaigning for these values. And then ultimately, we always expect her to get to a point where she regretted the world she'd created. And I think what's interesting is that Lawrence may actually be more of a, a genuine representation of that, where he created this world. And June even has a line here where she says, you know, you created this world and eventually it was going to come back to bite you, specifically. Yeah. Um, and this is what's happening in this scene. And I think what I, I like about this scene is that even though June could almost relish in this, that he has to go through with this, and kind of because he did help build this, I think June's actually at a point now where she's actually more sympathetic and understands mistake, you know, mistakes that he's made. At, at the very least, she's sympathetic for his wife, who's bawling. Um, there's several points in this scene where she's almost she's too loud, and they have to kind of try and calm her down. Um, yeah. Uh, all these little moments are great. 
uh, the, the, and it's a really great scene. And unlike scenes with Fred in season one, where we always got the full ceremony, we always got the the. Yeah, I was actually wondering if we were going to. Because obviously, it's been so long since we've seen. It. Uh, I thought, is this the the moment that that we see one again? But I, I think the beautiful thing about not showing it and cutting away is that they they put uh, the wife behind a curtain so she doesn't have to watch. So it almost puts her us in her shoes where she doesn't actually have to experience it. She knows it's, it's happening. Uh... It's the same trick they kind of pulled with uh, with June and Nick, where it was like, okay, when it was them, there was some privacy. The the way it treated it as it was, it was to me, it was they said, no, this is not like you know the the uh, the the the, uh, the ceremonies we saw. No, no it's definitely not like the ceremonies we've seen before. It's definitely different. It's a different dynamic completely. Um, yeah. But it does feel weird to me because because I, I think the privacy before because it was intimate. This is not intimate. This this is. I mean, hell, literally what June says right before it happens and before he turns out the light is, it's a transaction. It helps if you close your eyes. You know, she, she's basically talking yeah. him through it. Uh, it's with someone of experience of being forced through this. Um, you know, and she, she's more sympathetic than I think I'd have predicted uh, before. If you told me what this scene was going to be about, um, I may not have expected her to be as sympathetic as this towards him, but she is now. You could argue that she she's actually playing a long game here, and she's she's being sympathetic because she wants something from it, and she does. That is true. But yeah, it felt kind of genuine to me. It didn't just feel like no, she's just doing this, this is... to to earn points. No, and and as much this is as much about her survival as well, and everyone else in the house because yeah, the Marthas. Uh, yeah, yeah. As she points out, um, you know, it's it's up to them to uh, report. You know, if, if on oh, the yeah, commander, because Lawrence at one point, because like if you really don't want to go through with this, I mean, we can just accept that we'll be punished. We'll be, you know, we'll be, we'll be hanged. Um, and but June points that well, well, no, I think I think she, I think the wife wants that, but then he says, but no, handmaids are are supposed to report it, and then June says, and the Marthas, we'd all be punished, you know, yeah. for, for not for not reporting that this wasn't happening every month. Um, so it, so it actually, I mean, I suppose in a way. You could say that he almost earns a sympathy in that moment because the reason why he's willing to go through with it is that he doesn't want June and the Marthas to be punished for his his misdeeds, yeah. if you will. Um, Pretty much. So he he does almost it is almost out of like he's almost like I, again you could read it as he's using that as an excuse to why he thinks he has to go through with it, but again it feels kind of genuine that he may actually go along with his wife here. He may actually like if if this is the choice she wants because. If because the fact that because she said because the wife says at one point in the scene that you promised this would never happen, you promised that I never have to go yeah. through this. So it sounds like from the very start, because I, I think one of the things that uh, people were theorizing early on is that uh, like she was the real power in the house, and I, I think what we've seen throughout this season is that's not really true. She's too broken to be uh, the one in charge. No, she's she's got moments, but she's definitely not in charge. Yeah, but I think. Certainly, he he is the entire time this has existed. He he has uh, been yeah giving to her with whatever she's needed emotionally. She, yeah, she she's in charge in the context of he'll bend over backwards to do what he can for her. Yeah, but she but she's not walking out of the room and saying, "I demand you make these rules or no, <laughs> or, or anything like this." Um, that said, she has gone home about helping June early on about finding files and. Yeah. All sorts. Actually, like one in in regards to the fact that you know they've they've never done this ceremony. One of, one of my favorite moments of that was when uh, the Marthas didn't know where to stand. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Lawrence didn't know where the book was to to read the passage. Yeah, yeah. 
Or is it just a Bible? I guess it's just a Bible. <laughs> I assume so. It's only like a passage from the Bible. I don't know my Bible that well. <laughs> I know it reasonably well, but I don't recall this one. But Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what's in the Bible. It, it just sounds Babely. That's that's the extent okay. of my uh, yeah. my knowledge. Um, so no, I thought this scene was really well done. It, it made you like I, I think you know June suffered a, a good middle chunk of the season of being unsympathetic, which is kind of shocking given the concept of the show. Like making her unsympathetic yeah. is I actually mean, kind of an achievement for, for me. Even a lot of this episode, like early on when she's kind of in crazy mode, still is is mm. is kind of the way I'm going to phrase it. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit about like. The consequences She's just of like, anything. Just do it. Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll get the kids. It'd be cool. I'm like, you're, 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 not, you're still not like You're doing the right thing, but I still don't like you right now. Well, Joe, Joe I think it's different though from before because I think this, like, I, 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 yeah, you, you think that she's not really thinking this through, but like you said, it feels like crazy mode. It feels like she's. It feels like she's kind of snapped almost, and she. A little <laughs> bit, like, yeah. You, 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 I think you're sympathetic in a way of like, okay, I hope someone stops her because she is going to get everyone killed. <laughs> that's actually, I actually thought that's what a lot of this episode was going to be early on was yeah. her trying and and something going badly wrong and kind of snapping her back to reality. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but you know, this episode brought back a lot, a lot of moments of acting that I really liked. There was, there was little glances and moments uh from june with fred early on uh lawrence as well you know when she first gets home and she follows him into the into the study and all these books are all stacked up all over the place uh she's like you could get her out you know you could go too you could you know yeah this is just was a great moment where he says uh what do you know about you know the most a person can go through or something to that effect you know like mm. the idea of like being through everything and she turns around and she eventually kind of like forms a smile and says everything. And I like that moment because as soon as he said that, I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Who do you think we've been watching for the past I, two and a half seasons? Yeah. yeah. She's been through nothing but hell. She's been through more than you've ever been through. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so I like that moment. And then, of course, there's the moment after the ceremony where she comes downstairs and Fred, in the creepiest way possible, asks, you know, how was it? And she's like, well... At least it wasn't you, and just walked out. And he's yeah. just standing there emasculated. But Fred's at that as well, and as the fact that clearly the, the, the doctor checked and verified that it happened, so he hasn't got any grounds to move on Lawrence yet, so he needs mm -hmm. to find a different excuse now, which I'm sure he will, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, plot and all that. Um, yeah. And I, I do like, actually, in all this, when he's like first suggesting this, Serena doesn't seem to like it. Like I think Serena senses that the, the motive here isn't you know isn't for gilead it's a, yeah. a private a personal vendetta but yeah this is more of a vendetta this is more she, she's like fine you go after lawrence i don't care but she doesn't really want to be dragging the wife into it i don't think more than anything yeah oh, i also i also think though like, part of it's like a jealousy thing like i think he actually feels attached to june and yeah is jealous that someone else is with her and i think serena can sense that i, I think she mm. gets that that's part of what the motive is here um and rightfully feels very uncomfortable about that so no, that that's uh, that stuff was all, that stuff was all really really good. Um, and of course, it's after this, uh, Lawrence gives her some morning after pills, which apparently the 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 punishment for contraception has been ripped apart by dogs. So yeah. that's something. And he's just like, ah, it's a collector's item. Yeah, yeah. So so she's got morning after pills. Um, uh, I feel like. You can medically check for that, though, right? Like, let's say that she went a long time without conceiving. 
and she's in for a checkup. Um, but, but would they be able I to tell that? Yes, but they, it's probably out of your system within the day. So they'd have to check it pretty quickly after yeah. she took it. Yeah. Okay. Which could happen. Don't get me wrong, because I mean the the ceremony is at a scheduled time. They know when it's going to be. It would be very easy to check. You know, twenty four hours later. To see yeah, yeah. They, they would know when to check if that's what they were looking for specifically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, interesting, interesting. But uh, he's like, no, I'll get your truck. You know, in, in reference to like getting his wife out, and he's like, no, get her out as far as you can. Um, he wants he wants June to take her out of Gilead, and because you know, he's seen how much this is devastating her, how much this is destroying her, and she's like, you can go too. You know, she's he's walking out. She's like, you can go too. You just have to give them something. And I thought what she was going to say because she knows that they wanted information from Nick. They they wanted intel. Like the the governments outside yeah. Gilead want to know what's going on in here, and he. And who better than him? Like he's like a high up commander. He, you know, he helped create it. Like he will know so much and give them so much intel. But she says, more of a peace offering. Give give them children. Give them the the children that that have been taken from the handmaids, kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously that's beneficial to her because it's her own daughter. Uh, but as we see earlier in the episode, she 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 looks up all of the the, the kids from all the other handmaids, many of whom had kids before gilead that were taken from them just like her um and you know he you know he's, he's clearly considering it you know he doesn't say yes but you know, like he's he's definitely thinking about it it's on uh, his mind yeah i mean the the obvious route is he'll go along with it get them all out and he'll get caught and take the fall yeah and that'll be his kind of sacrificial redemption of like yeah um no it makes a lot of sense um it does i kind of hope it swerves it a little bit because it's a little bit too straight I don't know sure. how I want, and I don't, I don't, you know, have a lot of specific thing I want them to do, but just something to kind of shake that up. Yeah, you'd hope that he sort of gives his wife like a bunch of like documents or something to help. Yeah, <laughs> with, with all things, I don't know. Uh, Gilead, you know, top secrets, <laughs> whatever. Record, record a a memoir, which he seems to just not give a shit about and casually leaves lying around. Yeah. Um. So, and one of the things we find out about uh, Janine's uh, son from before Gilead, not not the you know any kid she's had since she's been a handmaid, uh, but her son uh, is dead. He died in a car crash. And Janine's son. Janine's son, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and again, and I think you know going back to June becoming becoming more sympathetic by the end of this episode. I, I actually think she makes the right call at the end of this. You know, she goes back out of the supermarket and earlier on the handmaids were kind of like, no, we shouldn't try any of this. This is insane. We're going to get killed. She brings up, you know, details about their kids. And it's like, no, hey, I found this out. This is this is where your kids are staying. This is, you know, what they're called now. And it's like, okay, this is starting to feel more serious. And, you know, yeah. I've got access to a truck because at this point she's kind of secured that. It's like, okay, right, we'll, we'll, we'll look into this. But, we'll then, try but then Janine's there listening in. Yeah, and she wants and to kind of go, oh, shit, yeah. she's a bit of a wild card. And she asked about her son, and you know, essentially, she's told that he went to live on a farm. That that's just, you know, that's the gist of the story. Yes. But honestly, even so before she started be saying, in California, yeah, even before she started saying anything, though, I was like, you can't tell her the truth. This will break her. You 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 have to give her some sort of happy story. Yeah. And I think it's she's the right call. Find out eventually. Sorry. I think she'll find out eventually, and she'll hate June. Sure, you know, once yeah, once you're in Canada, tell her. Like, be honest with her, but like, you can't tell her right now. No, absolutely not. I, I think this is the right call. I don't think this is. I, I think this is sympathetic, June. I, I think this is the the heartfelt 
wait oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with this. Uh, yeah. I said there was there was there's a mild concern that even even with you know Janine being told this, she's just she might just mention something to Lydia because she's just a bit of a a loose cannon, right? <laughs> like not not intentionally. I don't think she's yeah. like gonna go and rat them out like you know like the 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 previous handmaid did. I'm like you know I'm not saying she's gonna do that, but. I, I don't know if, if she can be trusted not to accidentally say something because she is that broken. But she is brave. She assures us she's brave. Yeah, yeah. She assures us she's brave. Um, no, um, so I actually dug this episode. Uh, the episode has a couple of things at the end. One is that we set up at the start of the episode that the, the Martha's, the network has this code for saying yes and no where they send different uh, baked goods uh to the house scones for no muffins for yes yeah yeah there's a, a lot of muffins at the end yes yeah, so there's basically every every martha who's been asked to help with getting the kids out has responded yes with muffins yes. uh so we get this, this the, sea the, of muffins. they're feasting tonight yes um that's actually one of the details that i liked early on in the episode is that when june uh came in and learned about the scones even though it was bad news that you know it was because they were looking for medication for eleanor uh lawrence's wife and June like started eating a scone at the end of the scene, and I thought, yeah, well, they said no, but you may as well eat the scone. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't don't let them go to waste. But she's thinking though, like, but it's not just a, a literal eating. It's like she's using it to like fuel herself to think. She's clearly got her thinking brain on, and she's kind of yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was a neat little touch. But uh, at the end, she's like, we need a bigger boat. Uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Makes a George reference. So yeah, that's fine. So Lawrence Mead two trucks, I, which I actually thought was a an odd choice of reference, given that that was about okay, we we need a bigger boat to hunt, whereas this is an escape. <laughs> I did, I don't know the the hunt analogy didn't really feel like it fit. I don't think it's meant to be an analogy. No, but it just felt like a, it, that is that's the whole point of that quote. Context is important if you're going to quote things. I, I have heard that line quoted in a number of contexts, and very rarely are they anything to do with hunting. Uh, okay, sure, but it's it's usually go you know going after something like you know you, you know this is this is the opposite to me. So I don't know. It felt like a weird choice. <laughs> I had no problems with the George reference at the end of the episode. It's just a classic line which works in this context, even if it's not the context in which it was originally uttered. Um, Which defeats the point of using it as a quote. No, it doesn't. It can subvert it. It's fine. Yeah. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. You can just quote any way you want. As long as it works in some context, it's fine. You're wrong. I disagree. <laughs> disagree. Uh, so Serena is like, catch caught on to the fact that Fred's just doing things for himself. And they've been dragging this this uh, this legal battle, this this diplomatic battle to get Nicole back all this time, and she offers them with a new option, uh, where she met someone in Canada, and this is not how I expected her using this radio phone to uh, come into play or the satellite phone. Uh, she she is like, hey, you know, and I, I don't think she's saying that she wants to move to Canada. I think what she's saying to him in this scene is. If you give them some intel, they might offer Nicole up. Like, you know, yeah. and obviously, kind of out of the box. and obviously, this isn't something that Gilead can ever find out about. This is something that he will be hung for if they ever find out he gave them anything. But she's saying, hey, give them a little bit of carrot. 
and yeah. we can get Nicole back. Pretty much. She's welcome it's to. It's just whether to... or not he wants Nicole badly enough to go down that route. It has to be pretty badly. <laughs> I would, and and I'm not sure he gives a shit about the kid as much as Serena does. Frankly. Yeah, and he's pretty pro Gilead, so the idea that he's going to betray the the ideals and the, the state the, essentially. They're actually going to have to do a lot to convince me he goes along with this. I think if, no, I think if he goes along with this, it's it's not about Nicole. It's purely about Serena. Most likely, but I th- they they need to do a good job of showing that. Yeah. Um. So no, that was a good episode. I actually this was this felt on form for the show. Yeah, this is definitely the best in a while. Yeah. Um, everything you know, the the misery stuff all felt new. It was a different dynamic because instead of June being just a, the outright victim, she was actually talking Lawrence through things. And then on top of that, you have advancement of the actual plot and what the plan is for the season. Um, of course, there's this assumption that all of it's going to fail by the end because we have to have a season four. But we'll see how it, how it does it. How it goes yeah. to do with it. Um, have they uh, they've, have they renewed it for a season four yet? Not yet, but I mean. No. No, obviously they never announced it as like a third or a final season. It was just uh, so the assumption is there will be a four until they say otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would expect one. It's still a really popular show for them. I but... would too. It's one of their biggest hits, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I do. I, I. I do. You know, maybe they'll do something ballsy. Maybe they will do something ballsy, like completely shake up the status quo. Like, and admittedly, I don't know if you can do a season with June not being in Gilead, but. You know, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, are they too scared to do that? Because I mean, a lot of people feel that they didn't change up things enough for season two, and then certainly for season three. Um, I can understand that. I didn't feel it in season two. I feel it a bit more this season. No, like, like I said, I don't necessarily feel it in season two, but I can understand where people are coming from, uh, even if I didn't quite agree. Uh, and at this point, though, it, it does feel like we need a more dramatic shift going forward. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where they're so scared of um, not having the core thing be June and Gilead going through miserable things. Is that that's the core, like, thing the show yeah. is revolved they, around? They don't want to lose what the point of the show was. Um, even though it's natural for it to move past that, it, it, it's weird for me to compare it to this, but it's almost Smallville syndrome, where instead of having him become Superman after a couple of seasons when it makes sense. We we drag it out for for potentially years and years. I mean, obviously this yeah. may not do that, but uh, no, this this does feel like a a response to the fact that obviously you know adapted from a book that only went to roughly the end of season one. Yeah, there was a few things I think that weren't in season one. Yeah, a little bit here or there, but you know the the, the overall narrative was there, and they kind of don't want to go beyond that safety zone of sticking in roughly the realm of what it was based off of. Um, here's what they take some chances. I, th- I think. Yeah, I think yeah. they need to. Yeah, and I don't know what it becomes. Does it become more of a war show in season four if she gets out? Like, where? I I don't know, but it's uh, that's up for them to to decide and surprise us. I think. Yeah. Not that I think she's getting out. I mean, if if I was to make any predictions about how this season ends, is that somehow June is not getting out, and that's more of a cynical thing than what I want. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm with you. They'll find a way to keep her trodden at the bottom of Gilead. Look, does she somehow get her daughters out, but she doesn't get to go because she gets captured at the last second? That'll be so frustrating. Yeah. And how, how does that affect her knowing that her daughters are safe? Does she just stop giving a shit at that point and like, well, you can kill me if you want, I don't care anymore. 
Like, I've achieved the one thing I cared about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I said doors. The one door's already out. You know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. The little door. Uh, so, there you go. That, is, that has been episode 10 of uh, season 3 of The Handmaid's Tale. we got three left, uh, so we'll see how episode 11 fares next week. Um, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailedfuzztv where you can support us for as little as $1 per month and get some bonuses, get some stuff early. Uh, but otherwise, uh, you know, check out the content we do. Uh, we just wrapped up Big Little Lies season 2. Uh, that just finished this week. Um, coming up in the next few weeks, we'll be starting Dear White People Season th- uh, 3, that is not, I was going to say 2, Season 3, uh, Main Turner Season 2 is also starting soon, uh, so there's other shows coming that may be worth checking out. So go have a look at everything else we do, um, but otherwise that is us, so thank you once again for watching or listening, we always appreciate it. Keep watching TV guys, have you got any vanilla?